guys what's up it's julia hey everyone it's sam and welcome back to another episode of the it just happens podcast we're so excited to have you guys here um today it's just me and sam again and we're coming Woo! at you with such a good episode today like wow guys we're gonna hit you with the good stuff today sam do you want to tell them what um our podcast is gonna be today this this week's episode is gonna be so fun Julie and I have been so excited to start recording on our friendship. So this is specifically um, a friendship podcast episode specifically for friendships, relationships, um, and just what does it mean to have a fruitful um, and natural friendship. So we're so excited to share our testimonies of what our friendship looks like and um, how we conduct God at the center of it. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm super excited. Sam and I, um, we actually, I mean, we've been friends for a while now, but prior, uh, Sam and I hadn't really been friends for that long, and everybody thought that we had been friends forever. So it's very interesting because um, we're super excited. Definitely, I know we've had a lot of people wanting to hear like just our friendship story and um, I don't know. We just have a real heart for this episode, I think, because our friendship is so special to us. And um, I know that a lot of people can have trouble in this area of like getting to know somebody, being in community and having healthy, good um, friendships. Yeah. So we're just super excited to chat with you guys about this episode for sure. Yes. So good. Um, so before Julia and I met, um, <laughs> we have been through multiple friendship experiences in our past um, through middle school, high school, college, um, and it was a it was a lot of misconception. You know, we we went through a lot of misconceptions conceptions of what a friendship looks like, and um, also misconceptions of what God says about friendships. So mm -hmm. we openly shared our testimonies when we met. Um, with one another and it was one of those me too moments <laughs> of similar experiences and honestly it it was so fulfilling because I really think that you know when we first met we met at our local church um, and Julia was actually in my small group at the time I was leading <laughs> with um, one of our other co-leaders for our young adults ministry and we had mutual friends at the time we started hanging out um, it was like Tuesday nights we'd all hang out and I don't really know exactly when it clicked um, for <laughs> us, but that next week, we hung out the whole week. We spent the week having five-hour-long conversations, <laughs> getting to know each other, and it was so interesting. I was like, I felt like I had to pinch myself because I was like, whoa, am I talking too much? I'm sure my jaw was like sore that week because we were talking <laughs> so much. I'm not even kidding. I've never had that feeling in my life. And I'm like, whoa, I need to take a break or something. <laughs> like we had so much to say. And, um, you know, so I just think it's so beautiful that we can look back at those memories and see exactly where God started the foundation for us and really orchestrated this friendship um, the way that he wanted it to be. And so I just love it because, you know, God can really turn things around and he can show you something even better and really, really bless you with an amazing friendship and a godly friendship that um, will look back at those past misconceptions of what a friendship was for us, um, which was really hard to go through. You know, we had a lot of baggage and habits and things from our childhood that, you know, 
a lot of people don't think affects too much of mm-hmm. your new friendships, even as a Christian, but it yeah. really does. And we were so grateful to have that time to be super real, raw and natural. Like this is exactly what we made our podcast to be. It just <laughs> happens. Like our friendship just happened and we, we just submitted and obeyed God in that moment. And we really, really took hold of that time together. And I really think that because of our honesty and transparency that we had in the beginning from the get-go that's what really formulated a very unique friendship like it was it was like the backbone for everything because everything was out in the open everything was already there and said so there Mm -hmm. wasn't anything to hide and I never felt that way with Julia so I'll have her talk a little bit more about it on her end but yeah (laughs) that was just a snippet of the long story we have together (laughs) yeah absolutely oh my goodness I mean You said it perfectly. Um, You know, like she said, Sam and I, from the get-go, we just talked and we really showed each other, like, our hearts in, you know, where our friendship was, our, you know, things that we've been through in life. And we were just very natural, like, talking to each other. She... The first time we ever hung out, it was actually we went out, we got acai bowls, and (laughs) she came back to my house, and we sat out on my dock at the time, and we started just chatting away, and we kept talking, and the conversation just kept flowing and going, and like she said, it was like a big Me Too moment, Um, and there was no... um, I don't know. There was just no need or feeling to, um, you know, hold back or hide anything. It was just like, all right, this is me. This is who I am. And like, you know, this is who God created me to be. And like, that was like, she said, the backbone of our friendship. And, you know, that just kept growing from there, you know, like, even though we talked for so long, like that whole week, um, for hours and hours and you know everybody's different yeah but, um <laughs> we're just like, a we're little not, crazy <laughs> <laughs> we're not saying like oh meet somebody and then you know talk their ear off like their whole rest of that week <laughs> um <laughs> but no I mean that was just something that like was both very true to like who Sam and I are as like people very intentional very like communicative um people so that was just us and You know, but that really did set the foundation, I think, because then as time went on, though, even we learned more about each other. We learned like all the little things and like, you know, got to really just grow together. And then Sam and I have even been through a lot of friendships when we first became friends. Yeah. Even together. Um, Yeah, that's so (laughs) so good. You said that. A lot of different season of friendships. Um, together but our friendship always remained constant our friendship always remained the same Um, and it just kept getting more transparent and honest like as time went on too like as we got more comfortable saying certain things and communicating in better ways you know like it's very important and I know some people might think I don't know we're crazy or something (laughs) but at the end of the day too, like, it's not just even about relationships, but it's about friendships. Like friendships are very important. Community is very important in your life. So, you know, some people may think that like, you don't need to take it so, you know, seriously or, you know, take it so um, intentionally, but, you know, it's important when you do like people are important and life with others uh, in community is very important. So um, this friendship that Sam and I have, we absolutely 
love and know that it is definitely a God-given blessing. And we just love to share what we've been through and like what helps us and how we stay so grounded in our friendship centered around Christ. So Mm. amen to that, Jules. Um, (laughs) You know, it's, it's funny because when we first met and we're not going to go through a whole million things because we could talk all day. So As much. you know, we already are. This is why we have a podcast. We could talk <laughs> all day. We're, we're capping it at 45 minutes. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer when you listen to this. Um, but, yeah. you know, it's funny because Julie and I, before we met, we actually were getting out of certain friendships. And, and you know, we were going through a lot of different things. Um, and I think, too, like the way that we've accepted each other no matter what we were going through really shows that, you know, God is at the center of everything we do. And when you have friends that are chasing after God and wanting that, it's, it's a very, very different experience. And, you know, the transparency and the honesty is like the number one thing, honestly, that we, that we started with, but also there's so many other factors. So, you know, our first topic we're going to get into is, um, transparency and honesty, getting mm-hmm. through conflict and trials within a friendship. Um, I see this so many times where like either there's a comparison thing or a jealousy thing, or one of the friends goes through something and the other one leaves. And, you know, there's so much that goes on. Um, and like I said, everyone is different. So like this whole episode is really just to tell you guys about our testimony and what has worked for us and what you know, just in the end is so natural and fruitful um, and consistent. So consistency is definitely important. But yeah, so getting through conflict, you know, Julie and I don't really um, have any like we don't fight. There's no there's no <laughs> negative fighting. Like it's not like, oh, my gosh, this this here. And, <laughs> like, you know, what? You like, how that? would you explain it? How would you explain it? <laughs> no, I was going to say and like continue with what you're saying because I love what you're going to say. I already know. But like. Um, just real quick. I love (laughs) like the fact that even you saying that and like talking about us fighting. Yeah. Like so makes me me. feel weird. Yeah, it does. Like, I'm like, what? (laughs) I know this topic's kind of weird because we're just like, what in the heck? Like, how do we even talk about this? But the reason we like wanted to talk about it is because Sam and I have been through things that like could have provided conflict but they didn't and that's what we really wanted to highlight and point out because Mm. like I said even though it makes me feel weird I'm like oh wow okay that even you saying that is just interesting because that's never really happened yeah but we've been through things that we know how to navigate um almost conflict or keeping conflict out of it very well yeah and and these are just healthier ways that we've learned to go to first. So in seeking wise counsel, obviously we go to God first and we talk to him about everything that's going on. And then we mm-hmm. seek wise counsel in, in a sense of friendships. So when Julie and I know that something's wrong, the Holy Spirit will convict us. And whether that be a week later or a few days after something happens in both of our individual lives, we we know we got to make a phone call or we know we yeah. have to meet up. You know, there's this urge that happens between us that we know when that's going to happen. So automatically um, we like to be open and honest in respectful ways, but also in biblical ways of challenging each other and knowing our triggers and conquering the the tactics of the enemy. So 
these are some of the most pivotal moments we've had in our friendships because we have been through things together and also things individually. Um, but none of it ever came close to affecting our friendship. So Mm -hmm. what we came to know and what I came to realize is that there will be triggers and triggers as in older habits or things that like, if we, you know, like, let's say one of us is having a really bad week, we know what is causing that or we know okay if we start to do this this is what's going to happen here so let's let's move that a different way and see how we can navigate through that in a more healthier accountability way so yeah it's really being cautious of those margins and really helping each other in biblical ways like i said we go to god first we equipped ourselves with his word and his wisdom and we speak to each other in a way that is respectful and loving the way that jesus would talk to someone and i think that is such a beautiful thing because we are all of us yearn to become more like jesus and i think that the way that we handle those situations has to be like that way honestly and and it's more something that we just naturally started going towards because we're Mm -hmm. so much in the word and we spend that time with God. And we know for a fact that that's going to help us to produce a better friendship. So yeah, those are just one of the ways. And I know Julia has a few examples to share about that. Yeah, absolutely. No, I love everything that you said. And like she said, it's about going to God first. And I would say that's even a cornerstone of like, yeah, anything, any relationship, anything that you do in life, period, but with friendships and relationships too, you know, it's, if you are centered around God in your your personal life and your personal self and yeah. you run to God and go to him first, you can then turn around and it better equips you for the relationships in your life. So I would even say like make that a cornerstone, make that, you know, your your go to is like making sure you're spending that quality time with the Lord. Yes. Um so you can better um be a good friend and better equip yourself to handle certain situations that, you know, um might turn into conflict, but they don't because you know exactly how to handle it because the Lord has equipped you in that way. So definitely yeah. like she said, um But absolutely, the transparency and the honesty thing, you know, I think there's a great example, even we were chatting about it the other day was the woman at the well, you know, like being more like Jesus in the sense of honesty. Um, I would say that's like such a great example, because it wasn't that, you know, Jesus wasn't like honest and transparent. He was probably the most honest and transparent. Yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like he said it like it was. And, you know, but in the, it was in the ways that he said it in the ways that Mm. he called people out in certain things and the respect in which he carried his voice and his tone with how he spoke to people, you know, that weren't necessarily doing the right thing. So in John, you know, 416, it says, you know, Jesus replied to her, go and get your husband. Jesus told her, I don't have a husband. The woman replied, Jesus said, you're right. You don't have a husband for you have five husbands and you aren't even married to the man you're living with now. You certainly spoke the truth. So notice how in that one verse, like he didn't condemn her. He didn't say, you know, you're right. Yeah. You don't have a husband. Uh, you know, you're living with the man that you're not even married to, like shame on you, whatever. Like he simply pointed out the fact that that was the truth of the matter. And that was the situation. Mm. And he then told her to go 
and speak truth and speak life into what he is telling her now, you know, and that's exactly what she did. And she went and she went and told everybody, you know, it's, she spoke the truth in life and said, you know, I have met, you know, the son of God. And so her whole life in that moment was, was changed after that moment because he spoke truth and he spoke life that somebody never spoke to her. You know, she walked around and everybody knew, but nobody said anything, but he was the one to point out, you know, he was the one to point out and say, you're right. You, you don't have a husband, you have five. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't in a, in a condemning way. You know, Jesus didn't come to condemn anybody. He spoke honesty though, and transparency, because that's what gets you to the point of, you know, understanding yourself and understanding, you know, what you need to work on and what you need to do better at. So as far as like transparency and a friendship and with Sam and I, with this example, you know, whenever, like she said, there's some sort of conviction or we feel like, you know, there's something that could turn into a conflict. We come to each other and we just say, Hey, listen, um, I just want to let you know, this is something that's been on my heart. This is something that's been bothering me, um, that I feel like I just need to talk to you about. And, you know, we even say too, like, if you could just pray over this for me, because like, I don't want to, you know, be feeling this way. And I don't want to bring this into our friendship, you know, can we, can we do that, you know, and can we talk it out like together and, you know, what does God say about it and how can we, you know, work through this together in an honest way. And it's just literally nobody, I feel like nobody does that anymore. Nobody just comes to somebody and say, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. And that transparency and saying like, this has been bothering me. So how can we talk about it and like, you know, move forward in it. And this is what I'm feeling. I know that that, and even recognizing that it's not the truth and it's not from God. Yeah. And we say, you know, I know this isn't true, but this is how it's making me feel. And this is how I'm feeling about it. Um, so I would love to just talk it out with you. And that's such a key thing is recognizing what is the truth and what is not, especially in, um, yeah the sense of like the enemy trying to use his tactics to get to you and, you know, your friendships or in relationships or anything like that. It's recognizing what is the truth and what is not and saying, I know this isn't Mm. true, but this is how, you know, it's kind of coming up in my heart. So can we, you know, talk it out together? That's so good. And I've had multiple times, um, multiple conversations with Julia about those things in a way where, one day it'll bother her and then another day it'll bother me. And then we come to each other and we're like, okay, this is what's on her heart. This is what's happening here. Um, and then we find ways to really, really get out of that. Like we, we find ways to navigate right through it and we don't avoid them. I think that's the Mm. best thing too, is not avoiding it and not just not saying anything. Yeah. So the enemy will always want you to be in isolation and to not say things or like, for example, he'll say certain things where, and I don't, I don't know exactly all of the details of the ones that we've talked about before, Mm -hmm. but almost in a way where the enemy will say, Oh, well, if you say that you're going to look, you're going to look stupid or you're going to, she's not going to care what you have to say or, or, you know, just little things like that where you're, you know, it's happening in your mind, but you may not think that, 
it has a long-term effect, but it does because if you don't bring that up and you don't say, Hey, you know, I don't feel, I don't like to the core, don't feel this way about our friendship, but this is what the enemy's trying to do and it's not going to happen. Um, so I think those iron sharpening iron moments, and I know we talk about that so much, but <laughs> it's so important because that's how you defeat the enemy. Yeah. You know, we're two or three are gathered, the Lord's there and we're meant to just fight those battles together sometimes, especially when we feel like we can't do it on our own. Um, And I think too, it just is providing an honest experience to help each other deepen our knowledge of the way Jesus challenged others in the Bible. And, you know, another thing is rooting for each other and not giving comparison a foothold. So even though we may go through different seasons and we may have different friends that we talk to or, you know, vice versa, it's, it's not giving comparison a foothold because every new person we meet and every new person we invite into our um, community and our inner circle and, and where we're at in life, those things are always going to change, you know, and we have so many other examples we're going to talk about in part two of our episode today. <laughs> um, but that's a whole nother conversation. And, you know, I just want to provide some examples of, of these things. So, If one of us, Julie and I, if one of us is going through a more challenging season while the other is thriving in her season, Mm -hmm. most people may not feel, feel, okay, Mm -hmm. qualified to help and serve the other who is thriving because of the hardships they are going through. Now, I put in parentheses, this is lies from the enemy because... God will qualify us, you know, um, and I and I also wrote, you know, I think it stems more so from knowing our identity in Christ, filling ourselves up for the Holy Spirit to lead us and knowing that the Holy Spirit guides us, you know, in our words, our actions. And God will make a way for the friendship. He he will bless the things that he wants in our lives and that he knows is going to be uplifting and actually carving us and really molding us to be better than we were before. So giving each other grace and empathy during those times is so important. And I think Julie and I have really anchored ourselves in those moments when we are going through really hard times. And both of us have been through that. And I just love those moments because I I sometimes have a conversation where I call Julia up and I'm like, hey, I was just thinking about where we've been through. Like we'll have conversations about like some of the experiences we've been through early on in our friendship Mm -hmm. and we look at where we're at now and it blows our mind every single time that we bring it up like it is absolutely insane that a few months a few days a few weeks can really change a friendship and also just change each other individually and I really believe that celebrating those wins gives that person more deeper appreciation like you have a deeper appreciation and empathy and grace towards that person just the way that Jesus does and says like you know what I accepted you at your like at our worst (laughs) like when we were really broken and really going through baggage and habits and we said you know what but no like that's not the basis of our friendship we're gonna move forward in this and I really think that it's beautiful to accept one another in that way and know that we are no better than one another like we're on common ground you know we're very we're all equal god created us in unique ways but we're all equal in that sense of baggage and sin um so i think too just not giving up on friendships because things are hard and i think that's one of the key factors that sometimes can affect friendships is that person may be really really going through something and let's just say you know you may not feel 
personally anchored to understand that heaviness yet. But when you start to look to God first and you equip yourself the right way, you're going to be okay in that moment to help someone else. I hope this is all kind of making sense. Yeah. Almost like when someone's going through a lot of heavy season stuff and you feel like you can't even bear the weight, that's not your weight to carry. That's God's, God's responsibility. Your responsibility is to serve one another and love them. And if that's too much for me, then, you know, I mean, there's other ways of handling it, but I think too, just not giving up on that friendship and knowing that things are going to get better. And I've seen such fruit from Julia and I, and I'm so proud of Julia and just ourselves. Like we always tell each other, we're so proud of each other and we love celebrating those wins. And that's the beauty of everything being turned around by God, even when it may seem really bad. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also something that I thought of when you were talking, Sam, was, um, literally seeing somebody as, um, you know, God sees them. That's what it's about. It's, you know, becoming more like Christ and asking God, even sometimes in your prayers to give you the grace to see somebody Mm. the way he sees them, especially in a friendship. That's super important, you know, is like coming together. And if somebody is going through something difficult, that is different from something that, you know, you've ever been through. Mm. It's, you know, like she said, not giving up, but also being there for them in in a healthy way, you know, and it's not about like, you know, being there, what you can do for them. It's taking the focus off of yourself and placing it on somebody else and actually seeing somebody for who they are and knowing that like this trial that they're going through, that's not who they are. And it's not holding somebody, you know, it's never holding somebody in a box, you know, with Sam and I's friendship, especially it's, if she's going through like a hard time and in one season, you know, she's very down and not like herself or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, or me, vice versa, you know, it's not holding that person to that image of themselves and allowing them the space to grow and be who God created them to be. And, you know, giving them that space to change and to evolve because we are ever growing, ever changing human beings. So it's okay. You know, we're only human and we're going to grow and change and certain things are not going to be, you know, the exact same as they were in a different season. Like you're going to change, you're going to grow and that's okay. And I think really allowing somebody to change and grow in a friendship, because a lot of times I think when pride comes in Mm. to any type of relationship, you can always think about, you know, the past and like holding somebody to who they used to be or how Mm. they used to handle things and not giving them the space to change. And then that holds somebody down and that holds somebody in a box, you know, so it's not holding somebody in a box, seeing them the way God sees them. And also even going back to what we were talking about, the honesty and transparency thing and coming together and talking things out, I really do feel like, and Sam and I say this all the time, it's one of our like favorite sayings is when you speak something out, the enemy loses his power right yeah. then and there. His power over that situation, over that thought, over that, um, you know, conviction or whatever it is, like it is gone. He doesn't mm-hmm. have that power anymore in your mind of that comparison or, or, you know, that thought process that you were having when you come together, like she said, where two or three are gathered, where two or three are gathered and you come together and you speak out and saying, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm going through immediately flees. Yeah. That's so good. 
yeah absolutely I love that and you know in the topic of <laughs> how are you really feeling that's yeah. why we named this other topic that we're going to go over um I know we use that word a lot but it's not necessarily like there's no other word to say like than how you're feeling but there's two different <laughs> things like if that makes sense like yes. whenever someone explains something it's like oh that's how I'm feeling or oh I feel this I feel that but then it's just like you're trying to talk I guess does that kind of make sense yeah Tools? talk it out you're not how would you yeah, say here, I got it yeah okay. um you're not um you know, it's never obviously feelings are feelings and, you know, the the heart is fickle. So don't ever base something like off of your feelings. Whenever we say like, oh, how you're feeling, that's obviously just there's no other way to describe certain yeah. things. You yeah. Know? Like so you have to, to express. <laughs> yeah. And say like, this is how I'm feeling. But at the same time, don't base things off your feelings. Like, absolutely not. Don't you know, put a a value on like your feelings because your feelings are fleeting. So, you know, and God is constant. And so that's why we say like, you know, you pair it with what God says, you know, but at the same time, it's not discrediting, you know, how you feel or discrediting your emotions. Like you're allowed to, you know, feel what you're feeling, but it's what you do with those feelings is the difference. Yes. That's so good. So whenever we are having any commotion or anything like that but even aside from that we like to do these monthly check-ins and so with these monthly check-ins we talk about am I being a good friend what is it that we you know are working on together um where are we at in our friendship you know those types of things so the reason for these monthly check-ins is it tunes out everything in our lives and everything around us to understand each other's well-being through our friendship and diving deeper into better ways to serve one another. And these are some of the most important conversations we have with each other um, on a monthly basis or a weekly basis, however it may be. But when you speak out that truth and you defeat that enemy, it shows humility and it shows honesty and grace for one another to be real, raw and natural in a safe setting to share these conversations in. And when I say safe setting, I mean confidential setting, a safe setting where that person knows that, you know, we can trust each other in the ways that we're talking to each other and just in that deep conversation that we're having to know that it's an important part of our friendship and it's a big piece of our friendship. So handling that with care and respect and honesty is so important. Um, Another thing is selflessness. So when we are serving one another in a conversation, we take that focus off our, off ourselves, as Julia said, and putting it on the other person in an objective perspective. So seeing it mm-hmm. from their point of view, seeing it from God's point of view, and then loving like Jesus and reminding that person that they are accepted and known, not just by, you know, by me or by Julia, but by God. And that's another really great thing that we put into perspective, especially when we're going through hard times that we share together. Um, in a way that we can serve each other, not in a way to give advice, because there's a big difference. So Mm -hmm. I know in my past friendships, there was a lot of times where like they would give advice or, you know, their own two cents of something where it was specifically geared from what they've experienced and what they can tell, you know, and it's very different. I I know there's a lot more detail to that, but um, I'm sure some people may understand. But there's a difference between godly perspective and subjective perspective. So even though, yes, your experiences are important, that's part of your testimony that helps others to grow, but also not basing your feelings and emotions, like kind of separating that 
to create an, a godly perspective, objective perspective when you're serving someone else. Um, so I love that. And, you know, just really coming alongside God's word and letting that lead you. So those are just some of the things that we like to do. And I know Jules probably has a few examples of um, our monthly check-ins and things <laughs> if you want to share. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and like she was saying, we call these, so we kind of, we have like a little name for them, I guess it's, it's, uh, am I being a good friend check? Um, (laughs) so if you want to call it something, that's what it is, but you know, it's about being intentional. This, our whole thing to say, this is all about just being intentional with the, um, people you have in your life. And that is always so important to be intentional with others. And, you know, because, Others are so important and, you know, God sees us all as so loved and so worthy. So why wouldn't we treat each other as such, you yeah. know? And that's why it's so important to do these things like the the good friend check-in. You know, it's not to sit there and say like, you know, have them pat your ego and say like, oh, am I being a good friend? Like, yeah. no, it's so much deeper than that on like a level of, hey, how can I serve you better? It's having yes. a servant part and, you know having a heart like Jesus to serve somebody and to selflessly, you know, serve somebody. And that's not foregoing, you know, your own um, heart and like what you need to, you know, like guard your heart and protect your heart. It's more of just, you know, laying down yourself, humbling yourself and, you know, saying like, how can I, you know, better serve you as a friend and what are some things that you need prayer for right now or that we can like you know talk about like because life is busy this is actually really the basis of it you know for being an adult in an adult friendship it's very different than like you know a school friendship right being in an adult friendship is the the bottom line of it is life is busy, you know, and Sam and I have very busy schedules, very busy lives. So the reason that we do this, and it's not like a timed thing either. It's not like you have to say, okay, on the 5th of February (laughs) in 2021, you know, we have to have like a good friend check. Like, no, absolutely not. It's more about saying like, I don't know, it it just naturally happens with us. Like we just feel that urge like she was saying that conviction of you know what I feel like I really need to check in with Sam or you know her with Julia you know right now because we haven't just had you know we obviously talk and stuff but we haven't had like a moment to really talk like how are you really feeling and I feel like how are you really feeling like that statement has become so um you know looked down upon in culture today sometimes like people don't actually really talk anymore about how they're feeling you know like feelings are okay you know to say like this is where I'm at you know I'm struggling um can you you know pray for me in this area or whatever it is like that's not a thing anymore so I feel like like I was saying with an adult friendship it's so important because you have such busy lives that's why we do it is we recognize you know what I haven't checked in with her in a little while on how she's really doing and like what she might be going through in her life like I really want to be intentional with that and like you know help in any way that I can or just be there for that person and being intentional with them in that way you know and making time and space and energy for the people that matter most to you in your life and that you love and you know just like Jesus did and so it's it's taking that like we were talking about that servant's heart having a servanthood on 
on your heart and saying, you know what, how can I better serve this person? And how can I better our friendship by, you know, my actions and what I'm saying? And it's that check-in saying, am I doing this good in this way? Is there something that you um, are needing better of right now. You know, it's yeah. almost like the love language uh, <clears throat> test as yeah. well. You know, like knowing somebody's love language is very important sometimes yeah. because it's, you know, you may be, you know, let's just say, I don't know, writing them letters or, or, or sending them, you know, flowers or like giving them gifts or whatever. Yeah. That's not their love language. So they're not going to receive that exactly. in the same way that maybe you're giving it. So it's knowing and truly understanding the people around you that matter to you most. Amen. So you can serve them at your best. That's so good. I love that so much. This is one of our favorite <laughs> topics to talk about. Seriously, it's so fulfilling to hear that. And one of the examples I would just want to share because I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, Absolutely. Julie and I had a monthly check-in a while ago. I mean, it was a few months ago. This is before a few of our recent check-ins. But um, we were hanging out at my house. It was getting super late. And Julie knows I go to bed early. I'm such a grandma, but it's funny. So anyways, we were getting out. It was like nine o'clock and we went to walk out to her car and it was like pitch dark out. The stars were out. It was so beautiful. And I don't know what urged us, but we literally, after our check-in, we got on the floor. Julie's like, you know what? We're going to do this. And I'm, and at first I was like, what do you mean? I was like, where are we going? Because it's dark out. And then all of a sudden she starts laying on the floor and I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> This has to be one of our favorite check-ins, honestly. Absolutely. And we just sat there and it felt like the movie Fault in Our Stars where they look up at the stars at night. But we sat there and we laid down on the floor, like hair and everything, like our hair got dirty. We didn't even care. And we just laid there for like a good two to three minutes and just in silence, honestly, just looking up at the sky. And yeah. I know this is so dramatic and our friendship is so different than a lot of people and every friendship is going to be different but we enjoy these moments and we look back <laughs> and um I just think that it's it's such a joyful moment to reflect on because in that moment you're taking that time to pause from your phone from your day-to-day -day activity from your routine from every single thing that is distracting to be in that moment with someone and to also put God above that friendship and I think that's a very symbolic meaning for us. And it's important because we're not here to create temporary friendships. We're here to be lifelong, long-term friendships. And I think a lot of people struggle with that because in their past, in their baggage, they're so used to having short-term friendships. And that's the habit that we've built. And I can honestly stay here right now and, and say, like standing here and say, okay, God can really change that. And I, I will 100% be a witness to that because I would have not experienced anything better than Julie and I's friendship. Um, I haven't had anything like it. I've never had a friendship this deep of in connection and just a godly, a godly friendship, you know, and I'm just so grateful for it. And I think that it's just, I just love seeing those moments and reflecting on the Absolutely. symbolism. So and even yeah. in that moment, too, just so and we can obviously 100 percent move on here in a minute, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but I do want to harp on the fact of that moment because I loved that moment so much because I will say and point out that right before that happened, we actually had it was probably one of our more harder yeah. um, 
friend conversations. Like we both were feeling, um, you know, it was one of those moments that it could have caused conflict, but it didn't. Yeah. Um, and I think that that was such an important moment. And that's why I did that because we ended it and we felt like we were both in that moment. I remember worried and thinking, cause from the enemy, he was like, Oh, yeah. you can't say that. Like it's going to turn into like a whole situation and then this is going to happen. So don't even say yeah. anything, but we said absolutely not. And we talked about it and literally after that moment, we felt, I remember, like, just so light. And that's yeah. why I was like, you know what? I was like, we're doing this. <laughs> I didn't even know what urged me. But I was like, you it's know so what? Good. I feel like this needs to be a moment right now. And we <laughs> sat in the silence. But afterwards, we were just dying laughing yes. together. And it oh was such a great moment. Like, we were just on the floor in her driveway laughing <laughs> our butts off. And those are the moments. Like, that's what real raw and honest conversation can breed right like it can breed like into such a good moment you know like we you want to be honest because then there's nothing to hide there's nothing to bottle up there's nothing to shove down everybody's so used to shoving down and it's pride pride gets in the way of so many things and I could do a whole episode on pride so I'm not even gonna like yeah chat all about that but you guys know exactly what I'm talking about when pride comes into play man, things are not there to stay. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, so I just love those moments so much. And it really even just reminds me too of um, how God can really move in a heart, in a heart of somebody and in a situation. Yeah. He, again, turning things for good. He turns yeah. everything for good. And, you know, like she was even saying too about the intentionality of not being on your phone and not, you know, we pry ourselves so much on when we are together, if we don't have to be doing, you know, like work stuff together or whatever the case is, when you're with somebody, be with somebody, you know, don't be on your phone. Like we are so intentional about like, yes, we'll like take a picture. You know, we feel like we want to, or like take an Instagram post, but our phones after that moment, like, go away. And if we want to, if we need to talk something out, it's not like nowadays where I feel like a lot of people, they come to people and they're like, Oh, can we talk this out or whatever? And then somebody's like, yeah. And then they're on their phone and like half listening. One of my pet peeves. Okay. One of the times I've literally been through that with with people in my past. Yes. (laughs) So much, but Mm -hmm. it's like, put your phone away and be present with the person that you're with and watch how that changes a moment watch how that changes your relationship with them it can impact the smallest thing can impact so much the smallest intentionalities the smallest of gestures can change so much in any relationship yeah that's so good so everyone listening here today if you have not had a friendship check-in a relationship check-in a marriage check-in wherever you're at in life (laughs) Please, we encourage you to reach out to those people that are close to you in your life and ask them the intentional questions. Be brave, be bold, be authentic, be you. That's on my mirror. I literally love saying that every day because it's so important. And have that authority to to say, okay, I'm going to speak up first. I'm going to be the bigger person and be like, okay, this is where we're at. This is what we got to do. And we need to look to God for help. So open your heart, open your mind to what the Holy Spirit can do through your friendships and relationships. You will literally be surprised how much deeper you will understand one another and yourself. Um, I love that because it's so true. And being honest with God, yourself, and your inner circle, it's important. 
it's important to speak out those lies from the enemy into existence, which defeats him and gives God all the glory. These friendship lessons that Julie and I started to build from the very first week we met has absolutely strengthened our friendship from the get-go, and it continues to do so each day. So, you know, God still surprises us in ways that he has orchestrated our friendship and is truly a blessing, and we just enjoyed so much on talking about these topics and that's why we're so pumped for part two so <laughs> don't worry guys there's more to come there's so many more topics to, to cover here um, but we hope that this has been so helpful for you guys and we would love to start a conversation with you so just connect with us on social media and dm us anything that you're you may be going through or um, what season of life you're in. We'd love to hear from you. We we love being able to connect with you guys and provide you these revelations that we have on a daily basis from God. And um, we just, this was such a fun episode to do. So I'm going to hand it <laughs> yeah. over to Julia for any last minute thoughts um, before we absolutely. move on. Yes, absolutely. So I, yep, like she said, guys, part two is coming. And we, just to kind of even give you guys some background on that, we really felt like we had so much to say on this topic that it could not be done in one episode. So we really wanted to do part one and part two because also in the next episode, there's some uh, juicy stuff in that next episode. <laughs> That's happening. Um, all the so, things. <laughs> the, all the things that we're going to talk about. So we're excited for that. But we really enjoyed this. And also just to give you guys, I guess, like an overview or a little bit of a recap of everything that we talked about. The yes. basics of a good friendship, guys, seriously, is honesty, transparency, good communication, a servant's heart, being more like Christ and really humbling yourself, not letting pride get in the way yeah. and really taking the time to be intentional with all your friendships, whatever that looks like for you and really coming to God first in all that you do. That is so important, um, especially with relationships in your life, people you love coming to God first and, and having God give you that heart posture is so important. So we hope you guys thoroughly enjoyed this episode. We definitely enjoyed recording it. Like she said, it's one of our favorite topics to talk about. And if there's anything else that you guys want us to chat about as far as friendships, we can definitely do a part three with like a Q&A section or whatever. Yeah. So just connect with us on social media if there's anything that we didn't answer that you are specifically struggling with in a friendship sense or anything that you want us to talk about, please let us know. We would ha be so happy to do that. Um, we love you guys so much and we thank you so much for supporting us always and tuning in every single week um, to listen to our little girl chats over here. <laughs> um, and yes, we will definitely see you guys in the next episode, part two. All right. See you guys later. Bye, guys.